Hey guys, welcome to the Common Man Review. Here, we're going to be reviewing movies and many other things in the future. Uh, my name's Andrew, and this is Trevor. How's it going, everybody? And JC. Hello, everyone. And today, we're going to be talking about V for Vendetta. Yeah, so V for Vendetta, 2005, starring Hugo Weaving and Natalie Portman. Your guys' first thoughts on the movie? Trevor? I mean, straight up, uh, I liked it right off the bat. I thought it was real interesting. Also, anything Natalie Portman, awesome. Love her. But uh, I just think, as a movie in general, I thought it was really good. Real interesting. Yeah, it's one of my favorite movies. One of my absolute favorites. I just think... Everything about it's so good. The action, just the dialogue throughout the whole movie is absolutely crazy. You really have to listen. You gotta listen to the dialogue. It's very intricate sometimes. Yeah, it really is. The way he the way he says things. But yeah, the action too. When he's just going around just slicing people up, awesome. Awesome. But we should really have to backstory to what this movie's about real quick. So it's a masked man. If you guys haven't seen it, it's a masked man wearing the Guy Fox mask. Everyone knows the Guy Fox mask. Now. Just like the anonymous guys, the same shit that they wear. That's where they got it from. But uh, he's like this rebellious terrorist. And he's trying to take down the government, essentially. It's sick. Well, yeah. And I mean, my take on this movie, I really liked how it was a different approach to a vigilante type character. It wasn't the vigilante that's, you know, out there just to destroy crime or beat the bad guys. It was the bad guy who everyone thinks is the bad guy who is really not the bad guy trying to do more good for the overall people, everyone. And I thought it was a great approach of what they did with that. I mean, it was fantastic. Like you said, the action and the story they gave him. I thought it was, it was really good, really good, really good narrative, really good storytelling with a person that, you know, it's just a completely new character. Like, who is V? Yeah. This like movie was just like, whoa, this is pretty cool. This guy is a different take on, like, a Batman-type figure, but completely yeah. different. Like, uh, JC, I was, uh, we spoke about this real quick last week for, like, two seconds when you first started watching the movie. Mm-hmm. You straight up told me, you're like, oh, I really think he could be the bad guy, but he probably isn't. But you only got yeah. so far in the movie where he only did bad things. He yeah, I only got into like he was the bad guy. That's how he was portrayed mm-hmm. throughout the whole beginning of the movie. Yeah, I only got into thirty minutes in the movie, and I'm like, he seems like the bad guy straight off the bat. Like there has to be a story that tells us why he's like this. But then, it, you know, in the back of my mind, I was saying, is he the bad guy though? Is he the bad guy? We'll see. Yeah, and you just see the whole story unfold. Exactly, you see the whole story, yeah. You see a whole person's thoughts and emotions unfold, is what you really see. Super interesting. Yeah. Uh, You guys know the scene, you obviously do, um, where uh, Evie, Natalie Portman, she's in the alley with the Fingerman, and um, she asks who he is afterwards, and he goes who is but like the form following what and what Mm -hmm. is like the idea behind the mask blah 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 Mm -hmm. i thought that was 
crazy. He's just like, who is but the form following the what? And he's basically saying he's he himself is an idea rather than a human being. Exactly. And, yeah, it, and it's also funny, too, because it's like, why are you asking someone who they are when they're wearing a mask? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, like, he's you don't ask like who they are. Yeah, you don't ask a person wearing a mask, who are you? Because that defeats the purpose exactly. of wearing a mask. When so he's just like... In the bank, you don't ask who they are. Exactly. He's just mocking Natalie Portman's character. What's her name? Uh, Evie. In the, Evie. 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 Just, it's just like, why are you asking that? <laughs> Awful. But, but the, that uh, scene was incredible, dude. That was the first, like, whoa, right off the back, we're already like, damn, okay, here we go. The movie's already going, cooking up. The whole monologue that follows, almost every B, single word is with a B everything. Word, and he's just going crazy. Off. Just dun 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 dun. dun. He's I, just going faster and faster and faster, just V after V after V. Incredible, incredible monologue. If I had the monologue notes that me, I wrote, I wouldn't even be able to read it off just because I wouldn't do it justice nope. with how well Hugo Weaving did that. Just yes. insane. All, most of the, um, he had a few different monologue uh, type parts throughout the whole movie and all of them were just crazy. I think that was prob- probably the best part of the whole movie. Just the dialogue that V's character had throughout the whole thing very he sounded very smart and sophisticated yeah he's very know? intellectually because he knew what he was doing person. he knew what he was doing from the get-go he knew what his plans were so everything he thought out and laid out for everything that was to come within the movie he was so smart about it and knew what he was doing from the get-go it was just this is my plan and i'm gonna do it and here's how yeah he had everything planned out he knew how to get onto things how to literally from the beginning how to take over the pa systems he had that church like the statue that blows up in the beginning he had that all wired already he knew exactly how to get into the tv the work later on he was very smart he knew what he was doing yeah for sure what did you guys think about the beginning of the movie like the straight beginning Taking place in 1605, 1605, yeah. I really liked how they started off with that. Me too. I I was like, okay, we're starting in 1605. This is already going to be like, I'm very happy this is happening. Yeah, they 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 show the actual Guy Fawkes uh, person to kind of show the whole, like, basis of the movie. The idea. That's the idea. The idea was longer, and that is the idea right there. That's the what that is explained in the first, like, two minutes of the whole movie. Exactly. Essentially. Going back to that, um, that scene we were just talking about with the monologue and everything. I, I wrote down this quote uh, while I was watching it just because I thought it was hysterical in the moment. Um, V's talking. Uh, v, uh, v just finished talking. Like, Evie's sitting there asking the question, like, oh, who are you, blah, blah, blah. And she goes... Are you like a crazy person? I thought that was fucking hysterical. That was goes, hilarious. I'm sure they said he was like, I'm sure they'd say I am. Also a great line. He's just like, yeah. yeah. He's pretty much taking on that Batman symbol. Like they can take whatever they want about me. But I know yeah, what like I'm doing. <laughs> I know what I'm doing. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I did not know because I was reading some articles more about the movie, the background of it. I did not know it took place in the late 2020s. 
the movie was taking place during the late 2020s, I guess. Really? I had a feeling. Yeah. I had no idea what you like Because that. did you notice it was like uh, something in the movie, but America had a war. Like they had, we had another civil war. Was it an American war? Boy. And that, move, that war moved to England. Like it came to England and it screwed everything up. So, and then I guess, so I guess it took, like, there was a huge time period, so they had to put the movie in, like, the late 2020s, I guess. That's what people were saying. I don't remember them ever saying, like, oh, this is the year that's taking place. No, that wasn't, uh, I don't think that was ever part of the movie. It, it, yeah, it wasn't. So it's was just, like, but. Yeah, no, the way that I figured out what general time period they were in, when she, when Natalie Portman's character is in the like torture cell and she's getting the notes in that story, that person is saying, she said a few dates. She said like, oh, in 2005, it was whatever. But then she said, yeah. well, in 2000, she says in 2015, something else happens. And then right after that, she goes yes. to prison. Yes. But so, so in 2015, she's in prison. V is in prison. So, you know, it had to be. A few years, yes. he was going to be in prison for a little bit still, and then out of prison. And then I'm assuming this takes place a few years outside of him being in prison. And then the movie takes place over a full year. Yeah, so it and has uh, to be mid to later 2020s. And he yeah. straight up says at the end of the movie, I don't know if you guys recall this, but he said in the end of the movie that the whole plan took him just about 10 years to create. So that kind of adds to the timeline. So that's was that 10 years, including him within the prison or after? No, no, no. That's after. Um, that has to be after the scene of him be, yeah. being the burning man. Mm-hmm. Which we'll get to. Which we'll get to. But um, uh, well, So if it's 10 years, that means it might even be in the 30s, if you think about it. If it's not until the moment he gets out of jail is when he starts thinking about all of the whole planet. If that took 10 years... There's a chance that this takes place in even the early 30s. Yeah, 2030s. There is. There's a yeah. huge chance it could. And, and it makes sense, too. It does. Because she even yeah. said, it, the, the person, the, the woman who wrote on the toilet paper, like, I was born in 1985. You know? So it's just like, she was 20 in 2005, and she didn't look 20 as those scenes started to go out. And, like, you can see her life move on. It was just like, you could tell she'd get older, so had to be in that time period of like either 20s or even early 30s yeah which i think is a cool time period because it's like now for us that's present we're in the 2020s and this movie was made in 2005 so it's like this is our take of what the 2020s may look like exactly straight up in this movie that just <sighs> it's like whoa it's like but oh, let's, okay. let's try and chug along slightly yeah, chronologically yes yes um so after that, uh, that whole ordeal in the uh, alleyway, he's like, oh, you like music, blah, blah, blah. Let's go see the show. Like, I'm, I have the whole orchestra coming out tonight. <laughs> that was super cool. So he, they get up to that roof and he's like, do you know what the date is? And she goes, November 4th, bells start going, bell the midnight bell. And he goes, not the fifth now or whatever. He's like, anymore. not anymore. <laughs> And then he's just like, not anymore. The music starts playing. He's sitting there pretending like he's the orchestra, um, yeah, the orchestrator, the maestro, the maestro, John Williams. And uh, 
I liked when he goes, and the crescendo, and then boom, <laughs> boom, yes, Blows yes, perfect up. timing. Perfect. And she's like, up. I can't hear anything. Oh, I can hear it now. Oh, she's like, oh everyone's my god. like, oh my god, and then building explodes, fireworks everywhere. Everyone's With the in the V street. in the firework. Yes, that, that you saw, yes, cool. that was cool. That, that was so cool. Which the V was a huge part of the movie, the huge part of the narrative too, because it was that symbol. That symbol itself represented way more than I feel like regular audience goers would like think of. That letter, letter V, v was is huge just in the whole movie. It's just yeah. there's well, more it's meaning a to movie it. about like the whole vendetta that V holds against the government. And he's looking for the vengeance, letter V again, against them. Mm-hmm. His cell, V. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And going to the back to that alleyway scene, too, in the beginning of the movie, when he's like, I am douche, douche, on the wall. And it's yeah. just like, looks like, turns to her. That's who I am. Call me. He's v. just like, yeah, I'm. I'm call v. me V. <laughs> what a name too. Just call me V. Fantastic. So simple. I thought his house was super cool. The little underground bunker. His whole yeah, his whole bunker set up with just everything in it, stolen stuff. Not mm-hmm. stolen, but uh, claim. Nope, yep, not stolen. Said. Yes, reclaimed. 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 Yeah, I thought. It what was- a way. And, you know, this movie, too, was a big take on, you know, real-life issues when it comes to politics and government, which I found very interesting. Definitely. Big take on, like, this is what happens when governments have way too much power, and this is what could happen. And then you have people like V who have that, you know, this is – I'm going to be the one who fights against the oppression. They're woke. (laughs) (laughs) He's the woke guy. He knows what's happening, and everyone else is like, huh? Rebellion against injustice. Yes. Um, kind of steering away from this. But I picked up on this. I've watched this movie a bunch of times. But um, I picked up on this today when I was watching it. So you know how, um, what's it called? Uh, the Chancellor, whatever, is on the screen talking to like his committee with mm-hmm. Creedy and everything. The whole time, I don't know if you guys saw this, his pupils are extremely dilated. They're the size of his eyeball. And Mm -hmm. I'm like, he has bright lights on his face. This just doesn't make sense. I thought that just didn't make sense. And it was in every single scene of him on the screen. His pupils were massive. Did not make sense at all. I was like, what? It looked weird. I thought that that was just a detail that kind (laughs) of irked me a little bit. I was like, uh, What? Yeah, what do you guys think of that whole him up on the big screen, like the five, like, I guess, yeah, committee to members? Me, to me, it looked like a whole nother Third Reich shit if Hitler was in 2020. I'm the main guy. I'm the top guy. This is how you know, and you guys are my minions, and you do what I tell you. He's, he's essentially saying he's so much more important that he doesn't even need to see the, like, heads on his council committee, whatever you want to call them, in person. He doesn't even need to see them. You just have to talk to them. Mm -hmm. And, like, get it done, because if you don't... Tell them what he wants. Leading with the fucking Mm -hmm. iron fist over here. Exactly. It's a totalitarianism government. Essentially. Awful. 
Yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you could relate um Prothero, the dude that's like, oh, um England prevails, blah blah blah. That guy. Oh, I hated that guy. Awful. That guy, you can relate awful. to him as um no the dude the big like spokesperson media guy that was also Joseph Goebbels. Yeah, Goebbels. Joseph Goebbels. Yeah. That's him. That was the name. I am England. That, that's his character in that. He's like it is. I am the voice of England. That's literally he professed himself as the voice of England. Mm-hmm. It's, it's pretty much the third Reich. Just in England twenty twenties or twenty thirties. Yeah. Essentially. Which yeah. I, I find yeah. very interesting because it, it just shows what governments can really be like if they have too much power. I said that earlier, but it, it, it just proves. Like, that's how life could be. Really you know, could. your government lying to you all the time, doing nasty things to the people, but also saying to the media, like, you can't report this. You need to report this because this is what happened. Even though it yeah, didn't happen. It's just everything. Exactly. It's like, In I'm going to scare you. Yeah. yeah, all the propaganda going out, all that. Like, they took those clippets of the videos they were shooting inside the uh, Jordan Tower, the news uh, center, and made it mm-hmm. seem like they killed V. And then he's like, the fuck? Yeah. And even the little girl, she's like, bollocks. And she yeah. left. She's like, that's not – he's not dead. She's like, that. No, like the kid knows. The kid the knows. Because you can't kill the idea. Only the man. Exactly. Even though the man wasn't dead. Yeah, even You said it earlier, too, and it was perfect. Like, V is – He's really not the man. He's the idea. He's the spark. He embodies the idea in of physical everyone. form. Of everyone. Yeah. I am everyone. I am, he's my father. We'll get to that. <laughs> yeah, that, that, yeah, that, that was amazing. That, 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 whole that was great. Ending. That was great. But, um... What's it called? I liked how V, later on, uh, not later on. This is uh inside his bunker with Evie the first time, like after he cooked for her and everything. But uh, he straight up said how violence can be used for good. Mm-hmm. And then she later said how her father used to always say artists uh, artists use, use lies, lies to, tell the, to tell the truth, and politicians use uh, lies to cover it up. To cover I feel up, like those yep. kind of go hand in hand with like you know together. And the people lying, the truth, the propaganda, the fake news. Everything is being used to fight for and against the government. Yeah. And he also said like people should not be afraid of their government. The government should be afraid of their people. I I love that line. That was a powerful line to me. I think I wrote that line down too in my notes. People should not be afraid of their government. The government should be afraid of their people. Yeah, that's such a true statement. It's well, yeah. I mean, look at how many revolutions really. there have been throughout the whole course of history. It's exactly. the people overthrowing the government. Yep. Oh yeah. When like everyone said, comes the... together, they can just. Yep. Exactly. Cut the head off the fucking government right there. Exactly. Back to uh, back to the whole Jordan Towers scene. I thought it was kind of funny how she, when Natalie Portman's wheeling all the boxes and the guy's like, oh, do you like wreck X-ray them? She was like, yep, all of them filled with explosives. <sighs> like, sarcastically. Yeah. Jokes on you. Uh, jokes on you, because they were. 
They definitely, definitely were filled with explosives. Dude, too, I think it was no, that. No, they weren't. No, they were filled with the mask. Didn't those have explosives? With, they were filled too? with the mask and the costumes that they uh cover. They dressed up the uh, that she brought into the girls, like the live show girls. I thought those had some explosives too, because he had the the vest. No, because he, he had the whole vest on. That's yeah, what he, he was, was wearing it. on the thing. Yeah, he took that off and put that. But do you remember when she walked in with like the cart and she's like, yeah. "Oh, what are you watching?" And he's like, "Oh, you haven't heard of this? It's banging." I'm just like, "Yes." Yeah, he's like, "This show's banging." This show's banging <laughs> in the English accent, oh, really? bro. It was the funniest thing. I love the British accents through the whole. So good, and Natalie British Portman did a great job yeah, with her British did. accent. I was very impressed. Was very good. impressed. Um, that, yeah, but that whole sequence uh, within the newsroom was – I was just on the edge of my seat the whole time. I'm just like, It was Whoa. so good. He's was so, so good. good at his job. He's so good at just taking over at the moment. He doesn't need any planning. He can just go in really and just be like, I'm going to change everything, which he did in that in those scenes in the news station. Yeah. yeah um, I was surprised towards the end of that scene too when uh, <clears throat> the other detective – like comes up behind him and he's like freeze like it's over like you're caught and he's like i don't he's like i don't uh i don't think so and then natalie portman like maces him i thought that was interesting that she made that decision kind of quickly after meeting this guy one time well remember yeah. uh throughout the movie he talks about like these are the reasons why you did all this you know like yeah trusted yourself and you know the true meaning of what's going on and you know what to do like the right thing to do also everything that happened to her family like her yes. parents are political activists against the government completely and uh so it's like kind of and ingrained brother, in her from when she was a young age mm -hmm. that uh you know kind of like rebellious type thing um so after the whole priest situation, they leave the rose, the, um, I forget what it's called. I'll get to it. It's on, somewhere sexy. 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 But, um, <laughs> but, uh, so the auto at the autopsy, um, the inspector, he's, uh, talking to the, um, doctor, coroner. the coroner. And he ends up handing her the rose. Did you guys pick up on that look on her face? She was, she was terrified. Terrified in that Pure moment. terror on her face. Mm -hmm. That I saw that and I was like, yo, I mean, yeah, I, I've already seen I the movie that, a bunch of times. Ooh. So it's not like I knew what was the whole situation. But yeah. I was like, but you, so, yeah. you know something's up with big foreshadowing so, right there. Oh, yeah. Yeah, she's just yeah. like... She was like, oh, no. <laughs> this, is, this is bad. Coming for Thank you. Thank like, This she, is She bad. knew... She knew she was dead from the moment oh, yeah. she saw that flower. The moment she saw it. Immediately. And two, like, after that, the scene that followed, I thought that scene was a very powerful moment within the film. Are you talking about the flashback to uh, Lark Hill? Is that what it's called? No, I think I'm, I'm talking about the, the scene. The flashback when he about... went to go kill her. We're talking about the older woman, right? Yeah, the coroner. Yeah. Yeah. The lady I'm talking doing the about autopsy. the scene when she's in the bed. All right, all right. All right, yeah, that... Pause. Yeah. 
we'll get to that. We'll get to that. Th- that flashback, right? The flashback's the scene right before that. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah. that flashback, I thought it had one of the craziest frames throughout the whole movie. Um, that whole mass grave. They showed it from above. Fucked up. Super fucked up. They did a lot of those shots within the movie. Above shots. From the ceiling. Like a ceiling shot. Mm. Fantastic. But that whole um, bird's eye view of that mass grave. Insane. That was just a crazy frame. Crazy image right there. Mm -hmm. And I think it looked a lot like some old paintings I've seen. Of like those... I don't know, orgies, I guess you could say. You know, all the people sprawled out in the paintings, like the old paintings. They're all sprawled out randomly naked. I mean, they're all, it's the same thing, except they were all just dead bodies tossed in the dirt. Dirty. I thought that was a yeah. weird portrayal. I, mean, I was thinking like these are the ones who did the concentration camps, but yeah, we can that, Well, no, yeah. I was thinking about that. that. that I'm like, uh, we, can, we can go with that too. Yeah, yeah. That no, it's well. true though saying i've seen some uh, paintings mm-hmm. that look very similar to that scene. and i was like that's that's something i picked up on and you know what i got from that scene too is like you know going back to the government it's just like this is what governments can do when you have no idea what's going on oh yeah this is what they can be doing which is the wrong thing and it's just like, like you start wiping people out you see exactly yeah. you people those people wouldn't even know because everything's controlled the news is controlled, everything. So people don't know that that happened. And then until you have, of course, V. You know, that one person who's like, nope. I'm standing up against what they do, what they've done. And we're going to fix it now. I'm going to rebel. And I want the people be behind me. And I know they will be behind me if, I, if they know this is what these, our government has done. It's just like that scene to me was very powerful. Very disturbing too, just to see the fucking bodies just dumped in the. To see what they were yeah. doing. Because, like you said, it was a Holocaust. It, it reminded me of the Holocaust. Like I hate to say it, but it did. And it's just like that, that shit really happened. Life. Yeah, that like that shit has really happened in human life, in human history. It's happened many it's times over and many over again times. the course of human history. It's so many awful. times. Fucked up, honestly. But um. I thought it was crazy how they were testing a virus on all of those people. That's what killed them. They were testing mm-hmm. a virus. They were injecting them with a virus to try and weaponize it to use against their own people. It was disgusting. Horrible. Yeah, that's horrible. It's awful. Fucked up. And but... you know what's you know what's fucking insane? Um so they had this virus. They end up using this. This virus is used in the movie, um, like in the history of the movie. Uh, that whole St. Mary's thing, the three waters. Just about 100,000 people killed by this whole 100, virus. 100,000 people. That, um, what's his name? The Chancellor. I forget his name now. The S. Sutler, something like that. I don't know. Something like that, Chancellor. But he, um, he doesn't deserve it. He he released that virus to cause fear and chaos, just to 
be able to change the tide of that election coming up so that he could win and exactly. usurp all the power from the people and everybody else and just control them. They're all locked in their houses. Yeah, no, exactly. There's a whole quarantine zone and everything. It's horrible. Um, everyone has to follow these strict rules. It's awful. And that's um, like literally that's also perfect. how Evie's sister, or Evie's brother died because of the virus died. at St. Mary's. He was, he was exactly, Mary's I was just going to bring that up. Her brother was among those killed at St. Yeah. Mary's. So yeah. she lost everyone. She lost everyone. Yeah, she everyone. did lose everyone. And his name in the movie is Adam Susan. The guy who plays okay. the chancellor. Well, that's the chancellor's name, I guess. The guy who really plays him is John Hurt. And sadly, he has passed away. Died in 2017. But, yeah, that Unfortunate. guy. Unfortunately. Rip. John. Rip, indeed. But, um, going back to Evie losing people. This made me think of um, this is a thing that I saw throughout the whole movie, in a bunch of different scenes. Um, there were essentially duplicate scenes of maybe five different things, so ten scenes. There was like doubles, like the scene with Evie as a child under the bed when her family was taken, mm-hmm. and then when when she was at Gordon's Gordon house, yep. Exact same thing. And it happened multiple times throughout the whole movie. You would see something happen in the past, and then once again, later on. You saw that happen at, in one of the, close towards the end of the movie. Um, v, when he comes out as the burning man, he's like, ah! Evie did the same thing, not screaming, but out in the rain. The rain. And he was witnessing movie. that. Yeah. And he was like, wow, I'm seeing myself within her. My plan's working. Exactly. My plan's working. I'm seeing people starting to realize that what I'm trying to do is what has to be done. And I'm starting to see it first in her. Which was a great yeah. sequence in the movie. I just thought, yeah, that whole scene of how they were going from the burning to her in the rain, back to him in the burning, back mm-hmm. to her in the rain. I just thought that looked so cool. It was so good. It was fantastic. It was. But yeah, there were so many duplicate scenes. Yeah, Her, some of the sequences were just great sequences like that, how they kept going back and forth, showing that. And then Can I get to this? Standing there, the uh, inspector, and she's like, she's like, inspector, do, a, do you like music? And then, mm-hmm. same yeah. Thing he, she brought him along. Just like V brought her along. Exactly. Essentially. What did you guys think about the detective? I liked him. I, I know he was really working for the bad guys, but I knew. I you could him. tell he was but progressing. He wasn't he was... on the same level as exactly him in, uh, as the Chancellor in Creedy. Not on the same level. He was more of a Because he was focused on justice, essentially. Yep. yep. He was kind of naively following the whole narrative that the chancellor and the whole uh government was uh leading everybody along he was just blindly following that and then he finally saw and you saw him progress exactly yes throughout the whole movie how he was starting to like actually open his eyes and see what was really happening 
as soon as you exactly. start to uncover a lot of things, it's just like, I didn't know about this. Our government did this. Wait, our government told us this, but this is what really happened. Like you said, he started to realize, he started to slowly progress, which I thought was great for a character that's not the main character, but still very important to the film. Yeah. That yeah. was a great job think, to do with one of those characters. Yeah, I think the biggest thing of where he started to see what was really going on was when the coroner dies and he takes her journal. And it's, he's in the yeah. meeting with just him and the chancellor. And the chancellor's like, this doesn't get out, nothing basically covers up everything and he's sitting there like let me he's like that's kind of like i see why he's trying to start revolution and why he's anti-government yeah the inspector was yeah yeah. well he didn't end up seeing that yeah he didn't end up really seeing that until the end of the movie but like even before that you could tell that um they knew that he was already looking into it because he was looking at the stuff for Lark Hill and then he had that huge breakthrough because he was the first on scene at um, the coroner's uh, apartment, house, whatever. So he was the first one to grab the journal and everything. So he finally got the information he was looking for that they were hiding from everybody. Yep. With all the missing files and everything. He finally got the information. Do you remember a scene when he actually, he read it, remember, he read it. He looked into it. it. Do you remember, too, after there's a scene of him when he's sitting in a chair with, like, a bottle of scotch or something, and he's just sitting there, like, all, like, what did I just read? Like, oh, my God. And I think at that moment when he's by himself in his house, sitting in the couch, all dark, and you can just see the facial expression, like, what have we been living through? What have, like, what do we not know? Well, his whole reality was upside down in that moment. Just like that. After reading that journal his whole reality was turned upside down. And I think that's the moment where that character said, you know, maybe it's time to you start going a different way, maybe lean more towards V and what he's doing. And I feel like he did. Ultimately, he did. Yeah, even though he was still trying to... Yeah. Ultimately, he did. And he was still kind of... I'm, I want to say on his side... But he's not on his side. He was just trying but to do his job. Still kind of leaning towards him while trying to do his job. Yes. Regardless. And I think that's one of the biggest motivators and biggest factors with him is that he was still just trying to do his job as a detective. Yeah. But hey, I mean, you saw it close to the end, you know, he was just like, do it. You his know idea. what I mean? Like, just do it. He do knew it. Do it. what was best for. Everybody. For the country, yeah. For everyone, the country. And for himself. Yeah. Like, maybe this could be the future for me and everyone else in this country. I, But I I love the detective. I thought he was a very interesting character and very important to the story. Because he was so... He was so into it. He's like, I need to figure this out. I need to catch this bastard. He He was constantly searching for the truth. He was so close, though. He was talking there, to him. Yeah, he was constantly searching for the truth. Mm-hmm. And V had the truth. And then Creedy and the Chancellor were trying to swipe all the truth away. The, the, those are exactly. the three different aspects of the whole story. You have the think... detective look, searching for the truth the whole time, then V and then the Creedy and the Chancellor. 
Yeah, I think one of the real good scenes with the with like the detective, the inspector, was when he's talking to his partner and he was like, I went back to like wherever that jail, I forget the name of it, yep, the jail was. I remember he's like, I wanted to go back. And he's like, and all of a sudden I just Lark Hill. everything connect. And he just started like figuring everything out, piecing everything together. And he like, he knew what was coming, but like he didn't know what was coming, you know, like after that. Cause even the detective's like, so you know what he's doing next? And he was like, no, but I mean, he kind of. I have an idea. Knew. Yeah, it was. I just thought that scene of him just kind of thinking about all of it as one continuous like story, how everything was connecting. That was really good. And I feel like, too, he just said, I'm not going to do anything about it because maybe this is one thing where we just need to let it take its course. Maybe this is the thing that will fix this country and make a better future. So I feel like he didn't, when he found out about all that, he didn't go, oh, my God, I know where he is. I know who he is. He kind of just. Let's take it easy now. Did his thing. And, you know, and I think, too, like you said, that was just him realizing, like both of you said, that was just him realizing, like, maybe this is it. Maybe I should stop listening to the people who are the bad guys. Because I feel like at that point, too, he knew that the leaders, the government, they were the bad guys. He knew. By the end of the movie. Oh, by the end of the movie, for sure. I think he started thinking that um, right when he read the journal. Mm -hmm. And then he's sitting there, you see him in the meeting. He knew... The meeting with the chancellor, just him and the chancellor. You, he knew that he was evil, and that the whole um, system itself was evil. It was evil. It was horrible. It was basically an oppressive government to its own people. Yeah, it's the Third Reich. But I want to get to that scene with the the old lady. What's her name? Do you do you remember her name? Yeah, I have it written down. Um... Right here. It was so her original name was uh Delia Sturridge and she changed it to Diana Stanton. So Diana Stanton. I thought that scene with her and V in the room was one of the most powerful scenes in the movie. Just because of one mm-hmm. fact, one one important fact, at least from my take of it, is she was the only person who was involved with all of those murders to say I'm sorry. And she showed remorse. She was like the, you could tell she showed remorse. She's the only one. And V did not kill her violently. He's no. like, I killed you 10 minutes ago. She actually cared. She cared and she apologized. And I think that like, that itself was just a groundbreaking point in the movie. Because it's like, at least one of the bad guys knows what they did was wrong. And they're apologizing for it. Yeah. But they still have to pay the price for how many ki- people they've killed. And it's like, there's no way if you're going to get out of him not killing you, but he's not going to kill you like he kills everyone else. I really like how in that scene, yeah, she goes, is it too late uh, to apologize? And he goes, to apologize. never. Like, never. She's just, never. And then she's like, I'm so sorry. And then you see just like the life drain from her and you get to the scene. Yep. Where her hand just opens up in the row, she just kind of falls down a little just bit. Falls out. Yes. It was. It was mm. perfect. It was perfect. I, I love that scene so much. Very, very good. Very good I part was, of the narrative. Alpha. Very. It was very good. Alpha. Another thing about that scene was like their relationship. I mm-hmm. think you see the way he kills everybody else is violence. 
and she, and the way he kills her, she's like, he's uh, she's like, so you're gonna kill me now? He goes, I killed you ten minutes ago <laughs> while you were sleeping. Thing. <laughs> of the syringe. She goes, is it painful? And he goes, no, no. I think the way that I kind of interpreted that, kind of thought about that was, he's like very mad at everybody else because they're the reason like they're the people that orchestrated everything he's mad at her because she was the one that was physically like giving the she physically the did it. she was doing like, her job doing she her was job. a part of it exactly exactly job he was obviously mad at her but he wasn't super mad at her because yeah. it wasn't her idea you know what i mean obviously so she i think that's why he, she didn't i don't think oh, she, yeah like, obviously she wants to hurt people it's her job so he killed her in a way that was non-painful. Yeah. But see, and that's Marking one thing it. I like about exactly. That's one thing I like about the character V, though. There's a difference between him and his killings and the killings of the government. The government just killed people because they wanted to do testing. They wanted to use wanted their to power people. against their people. They wanted to scare people. They wanted to really just assert themselves. Feel like you cannot exactly. do anything wrong or don't mess with us. Take you out. Do not mess with us. But V, V did some horrible killings, and he killed her. But the one thing about V is he showed remorse. Like, when she asked, and we yeah. talked about, is it too late to apologize? And he goes, never. The government would never say that. They wouldn't be like, apologize and whatever. Like, we, don't, we just want your forgiveness. It's like, no, they were like, you're going to die. At least he was like, you can say sorry, and I will take that and hold it with me until I die. And that's the difference between the good and the bad within this movie. And it's just, I don't know. I thought that was a good point and good key to V's character development too. For us to realize, huh, he's, he's, he's the guy. He's the good one. We want to support him. Because yeah. he showed that remorse. He showed that love. Even love to, uh, what's her name? Evie? Evie. 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 <laughs> Evie. <laughs> but other than that, you know, he was just an overall good character. He was a good guy. He was the he was the hero. He was. He was the he hero. He was a hero. Regardless of the bad thing morally bad things that he did. Yes. Yes. It was for the greater good. He was a rebel. He was a rebel. Exactly. He was he was trying to do something even though it wasn't in the best way to do it for an end result which was good. Peace. Freedom. Yeah. Justice. For yeah. what those people did to him and all the other ones who either did survive or most of them who got killed. But I thought that, that scene overall was just perfect. Beautiful. It was. It was really good. I one think it thing, was my favorite scene. One thing I really want to talk about is um, Valerie. I thought um, Valerie's uh, whole um, like part in the movie the uh, role that Valerie Story, played in the movie meaning. was the most influential, yet the most like under the radar part of the movie, because Definitely. that's Valerie's story is what's pushing Evie through the whole fake kidnapping, not fake kidnapping, she was kidnapped, but like the whole fake that interrogation. Yeah, that was wild. Yeah. And um, you see through the flashbacks with Valerie, those um, the Scarlet Carsons, those red roses, 
you see those in the uh, flashback. That's where V got those flowers from, from her, yeah, uh, that's, Valerie that's and her partner Ruth. Those. And um, yeah, exactly. Yeah. She was in. Valerie was also the woman that we followed through the initial Lark Hill scenes, like in the lines and everything. Yep. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She, we saw her throughout the whole movie. And then she's finally introduced to us afterwards as a critical mm-hmm. character. I like, thought who that thought? was the whole thing they did with her character. I thought was crazy because the, you're, you're seeing her right in your face and you have no idea who no she idea. is, what she yeah. means to anything. No idea. And then towards the end of the movie, they're like, yeah, she's a pivotal point in this movie. He's the reason V ha- uh, she's the reason V has these flowers. Um, she had this whole story um, that pushed Evie through and helped her cope with being stuck Everything in that solitary wrong. confinement situation. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just thought those, those notes, like that story, the way it was written, I thought it was beautiful. Like the actual like words and descriptions that she uses in those notes. I think the notes were I written agree. beautifully. Yeah. Yeah, it but, was like, it was it was like poetry. It was just it was beautiful what she wrote. Oh, definitely. And he but, he look he like took that from her. Like he wanted to avenge her. Yeah, like that was a big motivator be- behind his doings and everything he did. It's yeah, just like, I'm doing it for everyone else and myself, and I'm also doing it for her because yeah. I know yeah. the story. That's why he essentially flowers when he kills people, and that that's why he leaves it. He's leaving that for her. Yeah, because she is the reason he, not the reason, but that, from what I understood, that is one of the things that pushed him through Lark Hill. Oh, I agree. Without going insane. Mm -hmm, I agree. Mentally insane. That's uh, that note that he, she put into his wall and he got to read is what like helped him. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh mentally survive and then come back as the hero to stop everything that was his whole driving force i mean hell he had a whole memorial for her in his own house he 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 really she meant a lot the movie poster a lot yeah she meant a lot and you know it also the movie also you know it went into gay you know like being gay and what's what it means to be gay and like how people treat people who are gay like in this movie it was horrible when they were showing like all the taking away and because they were gay like those two guys sleeping in the bed they just come in busting down the door and just rip them out like yeah and gordon uh who was also gay Mm -hmm. he comes out and says how he can't even be himself because the government won't allow it and it's uh kind of pointing fingers towards christianity and like um the how they look to uh or used to look towards uh gays and everything and um and it shows like religious extremists through uh in christianity rather than anything else yeah i agree um because he was murdered gordon was murdered because of the quran that he had yep it just showed that the government was also a super religious sect. 
I mean, hell, the priest was involved in everything. Remember yeah, the priest? Exactly. He was involved in everything. So the mm -hmm. church and the, the Christ, Christianity had something involved with the government's motives. And, you know, I think that's one of the other big pieces behind, like, this story, too, is, like, religion was brought up, you know, to back up what the government's doing. If that, yeah. if that kind of, I don't know if that makes sense, but. Yeah, there's that whole lack of, uh, it was a lack of separation between that church and state. Because exactly. there's a religious state running the whole nation. Because the whole premise in reality is like you have your government and you have your religion. They shouldn't be intertwined. They should not be intermingled. It's like this, the reason they're supposed to be here, religion, government. But in the movie, they took on that collision and that's the result we got. Which it was very difficult watching that too. Just seeing them rip those people and shaving their heads. It's just like, damn, like... Horrible. Just Horrible. because the government um, didn't like who they were. That's exactly. exactly what it was. Because the government did not accept them for who they were. For who they were. They were just trying to be themselves and nope, you can't do that. Yeah. Awful. And I like how you brought up the, the Quran too. Right? The yeah, 14th because, century? Um, he, they ended up saying later on that uh, Gordon was only going to get arrested. Until they found it. Until they found the Quran, and then they were just like, "Done. We can't allow so, you to yeah. have that." So right, right there, just right there, Christianity. Really That's just see. proof. That's just Christians prevail, and all other people who are any other religion get out. Yeah, even though like he was, you. Gordon wasn't even Muslim. He had no, he wasn't. Just yeah. as because he liked he liked the poetic. Just because he liked he it, said, side of it. Exactly. He really liked the whole words, the message of exactly. the Quran. He said, too, I don't have to be Muslim to find it beautiful. Yeah, exactly. But to understand it. Because it's writing and it's history, essentially. It's right, exactly. It's a part of history. I actually enjoyed that scene a lot when he brought her in and he was showing yeah, her everything. Too. I was like, I like Gordon. <laughs> He's a cool guy. He had probably the only, like, funny part, like, funny line in the whole movie. He pulls <laughs> her a drink and him a drink. She shoots it back immediately. He just goes, all right, cheers. He's like, cheers, I guess. Yeah, I know. <laughs> and then, and then when he's pouring them champagne, uh, those were all foam. What they drank was all foam. There was about this much of actual champagne in the in that glass. It is a terrible pour. Not was, a good pour. If I serve that, I would get screamed at. <laughs> you get fired is what you do. This is what would happen. Yeah, they hear. Yeah, they hear. Yeah. Horrible pour. Made me made me real laugh. And his comedy show that he did on the on TV, like his that was so funny. thing against the chancellor, that was hilarious. With he was the like, yeah, I just, with you. Yeah, he was just like, yeah, I threw out that whole censored script and I wrote a new one and just went with it. Said, I don't care what's going to happen to me. I'm going to get fined and have to apologize. And maybe do like a fundraiser. What ends up happening, that so ends up leading to him getting killed. And that was horrible. This, like we said earlier, it was the same thing that happened to... Evie's her, parents, her his parents. mother. Yeah, that mother. was the exact scene. Exactly, that was the same thing. She she gets gets right under the bed. Under. Under the bed. Because she didn't yell out that time nope. because she knew she, not to do anything. She was like, last mm -hmm. time I was found, mm -hmm. and if she was found that time, she would have been killed again. She would have been killed immediately. Oh yeah. Or that oh, exact yeah. same situation with what ha what followed after with V kidnapping her. So I wanted to ask that: Was that V? Who's that like, was. I got gotcha. you. Yes. 
That was. Yeah, V V is the one that kidnapped her right after she shot the window. Because the first time I viewed it, I'm like, oh, damn. And then I watched it today, and I'm like, and then I remember, like, that was all a hoax. That yeah. whole torture sequence. That was him yeah. doing and it to you her. Can, you can kind of see um, through the interrogation scenes, he's almost a silhouette, but you can kind of see, like, right here, and you can see that it's kind of burnt flesh. If you look very closely and pay close attention, mm-hmm. you can see that it's burnt flesh over here, which is the only part that has the tiniest bit of light. Yep on the side of his face mm-hmm. and i was like yeah that at that moment i was like that's that's where you kind of knew if you paid attention to that you'd be like oh other than that you see the mannequin afterwards and like, oh. another thing that's crazy about the whole him having her like there like he's the one torturing her he shaves her head but so does that mean that he was unmasked in front of her she just had no idea so this is the only one in the bunker the one thing that really confused me is there was multiple people different people people. i don't know this is something that i would have to google exactly Mm -hmm. i don't understand that's what i'm saying exactly it was confusing yeah there was different people they looked like they had hair yeah different hairstyles and everything like I was saying, with the, when he's cutting her hair, when someone's cutting her hair, you see their skin and it's normal. But it's regular in the movie, skin, exactly. when you saw his hands, it's all They're burnt. They're all burnt because he's all burnt. Mm-hmm. So that means there's other people there, but who is that? Who? Who, who exactly. That's why I was kind of confused was like, was that V at first? Because it's like, when you see those people, it's like, why would there be people? Yeah, you really, that, that's one thing that really confuses me in the movie. Yeah, mm. the only, I guess, explanation I could come up with that, which I'm kind of confused about for a second. Later in the movie, Rockwood, the guy that the investigator meets with, was yeah. was V? Yeah. Yes. Okay, that's what I thought, because then it shows how he was fake. It shows that, that face, that yes. face, and the wig was fake. Which? So did he just, so are all those other people that are in the bunker when she's having the whole torture, is that just him using makeup, wigs? Could. I'm assuming makeup on his hands, like skin tone colored makeup on his hands. See, I was like thinking that. exactly really that when we were talking about that. I was like, wait, exactly. he did do a disguise. So could he have done exactly. a disguise when he was doing that, like torture to now? He used multiple disguises around her every time he was torturing her. It's a, Who knows? It's V, dude. It's V. V works in mysterious ways. And V does work, work in mysterious ways. Very mysterious. And I love, too, we forgot to mention this, but it was like a small part, but earlier on in the film when he takes her back to the, his place the first time, he talks about, he's like cooking, and she eats it. She's like, oh, my God, like, how'd you make this? And he's like, oh, I stole it from the chancellor. Like, I know. It's, like, it's like, are you kidding me? It's just like, yeah, I do it all the time. <laughs> he was just like, I steal from that guy all the time. <laughs> They're taking candy from a baby. I do it all the time. Yes. Like, Such a banging yeah, asshole. He did, He's like, yeah, I like, stole yeah, it. It's all mine now. <laughs> like, I stole this bitch. It's mine. He was like, yeah, whatever. Butter. Mine now. <laughs> I what I thought was really cool 
What are you saying, Trevor? Back to the whole butter and the uh, breakfast. <laughs> the first time I watched it, because I watched it earlier this week, and I watched it today. The first time I watched it, you see him make breakfast. And then later on, you see Gordon make her the, Making the same breakfast. thing. In the, when I first watched it, in the moment, I was like, huh, is Gordon V? Real fast. And I was like, ah, no. Like, he's no. Too and fast. then the dialogue that huh. followed with Gordon. The dialogue like, that follows it when he's well, literally like, yeah, I am I'm v. Blah, 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 blah. And he's super sarcastic kind of about it. Yeah. I was figuring, well, you saw V's hands all burnt exactly. out. Exactly. Gordon's hands not. Unless, hey, makeup, I don't know. Would you yeah, consider, no. though, do you think Gordon knew who V was? No. Secretly? You don't think so? No idea. Nobody did. No, no idea. Not a clue. I don't think Gordon had a place in V's whole timeline. That was all the EV side of the I don't think story. V even knew who Gordon was. Probably not. He probably had oh. no idea who he was. Gordon could have been a supporter, though. Could have been like, oh, I, I, I'm, I like support. Oh, I'm sure, I'm sure he did support he, him. he definitely bought into the idea, the everlasting idea. I think Gordon was bought into that, especially with the way that he portrayed him in the sh- uh, show that and ultimately ended up with him getting they, killed. Exactly, they made the way he portrayed him smart guy. Yeah, you know, exactly. Had the chancellor like falling all over himself. Yeah, the he, chancellor is the dummy, and mm-hmm. he was the chancellor's the one that gets shot at the end of that skit. Yeah, and then V is just kind of hanging out, still alive. Yeah, they made V out to be the alpha or like the smarter of the of the battle yeah. there between him and the Chancellor. So I think Gordon was absolutely on V's side. Absolutely, yeah. that idea. Mm-hmm. What I thought was uh, the most moving scene. It was my favorite scene in the movie. Was right after she. Uh, Evie is released, um, released from uh, the cell, and she walks in. She sees the mannequin, uh, and then she confronts V, and she's like, "I can't feel anything anymore," and then breaks down, uh, just sobbing. And V goes, "You have no fear. You're completely free." Blah blah blah. Or he said that beforehand, but then. Uh, she's breaking down crying and he's like, oh, this is what you, uh, you're just feeling now what you felt in the moment facing your death. That whole blankness that she had, like, kill me, I'm not telling you anything. Yeah, she's like, I'm not The true feeling between, like, about that afterwards came out when she just broke down. Mm-hmm. Just, like, sobbing, couldn't breathe. My asthma. That's one of my favorite scenes. I thought that was so good. And then out into the rain, just feeling the rain, and then you see the whole Beautiful. thing exactly like V's thing. It just all fire. played out. It just all. I was played like, out. "That's crazy." It was because, like we said earlier, he saw himself in her. Yeah. He saw himself in her, and he trusted her the whole time. Because as soon as she maced the security guard, that's when he knew. He was like. She's a person that I knew I was inspiring. At least there's someone out there who, what I'm doing, someone else believes in it. Maybe not at that point, but, you know, like, she knows that the government's wrong. And what he's doing is the better way and the right way to make the country and the people feel like, you know, let's live in a freedom, like a free society. Let's live in a society we know we can live in. Not under this bullshit. 
which was I like we said it was just phenomenal. It just all played out. When she's all like, oh, it's just in the rain, like beautiful. Yeah, just a great scene, fantastic. Dude. But um, yeah, I have this note here, um, about how that whole epidemic changed the tide of the election and was used to usurp the uh, like the power, and I was. It's just weird the way it lines up because we're currently in a pandemic and there's an election coming (laughs) and it's fucking weird. And oh, yeah, there's been tons (laughs) that was one of my notes that this whole uh virus was released from a lab, like not on purpose, it just escaped accidentally afterwards, but it was made in the lab. That's one of the uh conspiracies. And it's like that uh, just really resonated in my head. I was like, that's ding, 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 ding. All the Mm -hmm. alarms going off. That's something that just really struck me. And I really wanted to bring that up with you guys. I wanted to see if you like that. It's a great point. Trevor, you look like you have something to say. uh, Was interesting (laughs) connection of that whole premise to uh, what's going on right now. The timelines just sync up too well. They Perfect. sync up too well. I was like, this is crazy. Are we this watching a movie of what's going to happen in the future? Is this exactly. going to be us under lock up. and key? Mm-hmm. <laughs> a quarantine zone, curfews, stuff like that. Is whoever the next up. president I was looking is? stuff up afterwards. There were so many things that were like, did v just totally predict what like 2020 is? They could have. Like they so, they might so, have could have. They could have. <laughs> Perfect. Perfect. Who knows? We're still living it. <laughs> we exactly. We're still mm-hmm. living it. Like shit. It like it was uncanny how. Damn. That means we need someone like V to be alive. Similar. That's that where's is. he at? Where's he at, dude? Where's V? Where's V at? Oh. Yeah. What'd you guys think about that? Maybe whoever. Uh, Wins this election is just gonna take all the power away from everybody and just start ruling with an iron fist, just like the chancellor did. Chancellor. <laughs> well, we'll see. Uh oh. Oops. Mr. Trump. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I thought the whole. I guess end. The last like twenty twenty five minutes, I thought was beautifully done. When, the whole end of it. From when those costumes I get would, sent out. From like the whole Evie thing say, from then on. I would say when she gets let out and she's back in the normal and then you see and then it's the scene of with Rockwood. I think as soon as you saw Rockwood that kind of started the end because it was that and then the inspector started to understand everything. But then one of the scenes right after which one of my notes was when V has all the dinos set up, that's kind of starting. It's a real start to the end because he's just like, all right, let's start. He's like, let's I thought start the, the dominoes. The dominoes look cool. The dominoes, like, yep. The dominoes I, I can cool only imagine the, time, <laughs> the preparation. The time, preparation, everything. The sheer amount of stress that whoever had to set all those dominoes up in the perfect way so that 
they could all go, all of these dominoes, hundreds of dominoes would fall just perfectly and then meet here and, and hit the one still standing. The one thing, so it's two dominoes, my fingers are the two dominoes, and then the last one is standing straight up. Mm-hmm. How many takes did that take? I really, it probably took... I really want to know how long that took because it had to have been five hours worth of stuff just to get that scene a couple times. Well, if it doesn't hours. work, you have to then pick up all of those dominoes, set them back up, try it again. And it's not like it's red dominoes and black dominoes either. It's you have a half red, half black domino, and you have to make yeah, sure each it's set one up the right shots. way. Yeah. That it, was took, it took two hundred it took two hundred hours completely to to put all those dominoes in a V. That's, a large a setup. It it took assemblers two hundred hours to set up. That is longer that, than a week. That's longer than a week. Wow. That's longer than a week. That is that's like what eight that's nine an days? absurd amount of time. That's, that's, that's just an absurd amount. Of eight nine days equivalent in hours. That's insane. Two hundred hours. Twenty-two thousand dominoes were in that scene. Twenty-two thousand. Twenty-two thousand dominoes. Do you know how many hours. people set that up? This is so um, shit. It's one person. No, no, no. It was it was a I, bunch of people. No, yeah, they did Dude, dude, dude. No, it took four people. Four, four professional people. domino assemblers. Two hundred hours to set up that V. Imagine so four people schmuck, schmucks trying to set that up. It would literally take us, like us trying to six months trying to set that up. Knocking them over all the time. Just, well, clearly, to, just to fuck it up and start again. Clearly, their profession like showed because they were able to do it. Obviously, because that was beautiful. That was beautiful. They were professionals. But imagine just four people did that. 200 hours, like, wow. That's, that's crazy. insane. But see, but that's, that's what you dumb. get out of that. You know, that beautiful shot with a beautiful, you know, set with those dominoes all lined up perfectly. It's just like, if everything works, that's what you're going to get for the end piece. And it was beautiful. And I have a question for both of you. Do you think that last domino represented something? Like, I'm, I have a question. Like, I question that. Do you think that last domino, when you picked up, what did that represent? Or do you think you just picked it up? Because that was in the back of my mind see, every time. I'm I just think, like, whoa. I think it was definitely supposed to send something. I'm not really sure what, because I don't know. Unless it's the literal, this is the last domino, as in today is the last, as in that November 5th is the last day. Time to go blow up Parliament. You know what I mean? Like, it's the last domino. Today is the last domino to like fall. Like, it's time. Yeah, like that. Last- Every like domino that domino has fallen to come to this day, and now here is this domino in my hand. We're also living in the last domino of the timeline. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know what I'm trying to say there? No, yeah, how, yeah, of course. How that I guess that's how to take it in a literal way. Is um, that last domino is the faith that all of his supporters have in him, and he's taking that. And those dominoes all fall, representing, like, the government and how he's taking all of the people in that one last standing domino on his side to stand up against this tyrannical government that happens to be the others that just fall and collapse over each other. You know, to add to that, do you think you could say – No, that's a a great take. I may want to add to that, like, do you think that domino represented himself? 
like you said, all those people fall down. They all followed him, and that one domino was him, and his last duty, like Trevor said, and that was the last yeah. hoorah. And the all one those, they looked towards. yes, the one, the symbol, not the man, the symbol, and he was that last yeah. domino, that last symbol. The and what? This is what I'm going to do. The what? The idea. It's the what? It's the exactly, exactly. The whole premise of the movie is the what, rather than the who. Exactly, and mm-hmm. I think that domino scene had a much bigger meaning and impact than I feel like an average Joe Schmuck audience goer would think of. You know? Joe I feel like Schmuck. it had deeper meaning. It definitely had <laughs> meaning. Those are great takes, actually. Damn, I didn't think about that. Well, this is what this is for. Great takes, both of you. Great takes, great. <laughs> Yo. Uh, did you guys notice that in the final scenes, when everyone's taking off the masks in the crowd, like the massive crowd, they're people that were at Lark Hill. Valerie is one of the people you see in the last scene where she takes off her mask. Mm-hmm. They're it's all there. Her and a bunch of the other people that died. Yep. The people in the pub. Being represented. Everyone. Right there. Mm-hmm. As Everyone. who the people are, that's, that's what they were fighting mm-hmm. for. And, you know, of course, that ending explosion, when you look, when the final shot, it's the V in the air. And everyone's looking towards it like, that's who we are. That's what we believe in. Not them. That. Yeah. Exactly. And, and that V, at the same of time, course. Yeah, at the same time, that's when Evie is going on her own monologue. Um, when the inspector asks, oh, who was V? And she's like, Oh, I love that scene. Um, she said a name. I forget the name. She says a name, and then she goes, my father, my mother, my, my mother, brother, my brother, my friend, you, me, you, you yes. all of us. All of us. And it's showing an all of that, and then everyone's looking at the V. And it just cuts to the V. It's everybody. It's everyone, because it is everyone. It's what everyone believes in. Deep down, that's what everyone believes in. Not this tyrannical Hitler... Third Reich run government, this totalitarianism government. No, they believe in freedom, equality, justice, what a country should be like. Exactly. And they get that from the V. Exactly. What a movie. What a this movie. Is a fantastic <laughs> movie. <laughs> oh. Beautifully done. Beautifully done. The camera work was cool. Like we were talking about it was all the birds. Cinematography, views, the yeah. Views. Those are super cool. The music, there wasn't too, too much music in the scenes. But when they had the music in the background, it really, I think, helped set up the mood and, like, the aura of each scene that had the music. I thought it was really good. I loved the um, the classical music used. Yes. Because yes. classical music is always related to calm, like, relaxing uh, moods. And you're giving this classical music explosions. Usually, you'd be like, oh yeah, we're listening to like some heavy metal like blowing shit up. No, we're going to listen to some nice piano Beethoven nice, type of um, shit. Exactly, I was just going to say like Beethoven, um, all those classical, classical uh, music that was made in like the 1700s, like those artists put so much detail and thought into them. Like that was groundbreaking stuff. There's so much to them. It's not like today where it's just all rushed and pathetic. It's like those classical songs and the music is just this way more meaning to them. And they fit perfectly with like movies like this, you know? Yeah. 
It was just such a great, such a greater message and portrayal of the world than what is uh exactly what you would like think off the bat. Exactly, it serves a greater purpose. Which is so much more under the surface. Mm-hmm. Um. Shit. Something came into my head, and it just went out. It just went. Out. It happens. It happens. I thought the movie was real good. I thought the movie was I really good. Real well done. It's one of my favorite movies. Of Wait, all. we didn't even talk about the scene when he's kicking everyone's ass and kills them all. Oh, that dude, scene was amazing. Like one beat yeah. dude, he does one beat that, that scene was amazing. Yeah. So much. Just, yo. Oh so, my god. Before that, um, when he's in the train station, uh, like the underground with Evie. Mm-hmm. He, uh, she goes, oh, where are you going? And he's like, I'm going to maker. meet my maker. And then he says something, something afterwards along the lines of how he's gonna like just get rid of him. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, it's my time. Yeah. He's like, I'm gonna meet my maker and I'm gonna bring him with me, type of thing. And I finally understood mm-hmm. when he went to what's the guy? Not the chancellor, but the main, the other main Creedy. guy. Creedy. Creedy. I realized when he went to his house, he was like, put the X on the, the thing to know, like, you're going to do this for me. And, he and the X was, the, in the Lark Hill scenes, the X's were all for the, on the doors, People that were, dead. were all for the prisoners that weren't making it. That were, mm-hmm. yeah. Because room five, where V comes from, the V for five. Didn't have one. Did not did have, have the X one. because he was the only one that underwent, like, some crazy mutations where he, which made him... V, who he was, character. Yeah. yeah, made him just Bad. all those exes were like, yeah, <laughs> like people were dying. Their athletic day. freak just yeah. literally made in a lab. But it was cool because when he did like put the X, and then of course when we get to that scene when he's at the subway, it's like you hear the chancellor speaking, and then when he's done speaking, you see right away the scene cuts to the next scene. Bam! They take, they take the bag it's off him. of him. It's him. It's just like damn, this was all planned from V. It's just like he just goes. Oh, Disgusting. Disgu- disgusting. Bang. Bang. The dome. Bang. Yeah, nah. And then when they, they go to kill him, disgusting. and he's like, he just says, you guys better hope that uh, I'm not standing by the time you guys are done firing, because if you are, you're all going to die before you reload. You won't have time to reload. So, you won't have time to reload. by the time you reload. And he goes, and then he just, bollocks. <laughs> you hear greedy bird. Bollocks. And he's like, I mean, by the end of this, boom, 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 boom. by the end of this shootout, my hands would be around your neck. And, and he did. Yeah, it's just like, I'm gonna kill you. Whoa, I think he's got my hands around your neck. I was like, damn. That's exactly what happened. God. Damn. Yeah. Ate those bullets. He ate. And they those both bullets. died. Yep. And V went into it knowing he was dying. But that sheer of. But it's that belief but, he had. You know, it doesn't die. What he was doing. The idea. The it's exactly. Not the idea. The idea doesn't die. Which gave him that motivation to take all those bullets and just, you know, I'm going to finish this because I'm not the man. I'm the idea. And ideas mm-hmm. never get, like, destroyed ideas or whatever. Never yeah, the whole, no, ideas never the whole exactly. overarching theme was how the idea does not die, no matter what. Because going back to Guy Fawkes in the fucking 17th century, or whatever it was, hundreds of years later, the idea was still there. And the idea was finally fulfilled, blowing up the parliament, freeing mm-hmm. the people. Finally fulfilled after hundreds of years. 
the idea was always there and it carried on for hundreds of years before it came to fruition. It can't exactly. 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 That whole scene was just badass. It was very badass, especially when he was like, see, I put my hands around your neck, and he just picked them up and just like... (laughs) And the slow-mo camera work. So crazy, the slow-mo. You're seeing the trail off the tip of the knives as they're moving. Just everything. He's just like... It's like this man just ate like... This man ate like 80-something bullets. At least, yeah. And my man was just like, like my turn. People and they all unloaded full clips on him. Dude, when he said my and turn. And then what's-his-face <laughs> unloads a second round of six on him right before. He's like, die, 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 die. And he goes, because ideas, ideas are bulletproof. After he picks uh-huh. him up, ideas don't die. Ideas, ideas are bulletproof. Exactly. And then, yeah, <laughs> chokes up against the thing, breaks his neck. Just, ah, uh, but... The fact his ideas are bulletproof, <laughs> badass line, tough line. Because it's true. It's a it true is. statement. It's a true really statement. Is. The ideas will always shine through. Mhm. you can't shoot them. So cool. He was so cool. And then he dies in Eve's arms. I was oh, having this conversation. Bad. Me and my brother oh, were having this argument. Uh earlier this week. Do you think, do you consider V a superhero? Superhero? I consider him a rebel, uh, a rebel. A vigilante I agree. rebel. I agree. I thought something that called him an anti-hero. Kind of like how, uh, like Deadpool. Now, anti-hero. see, that's, that's the, um, what's it called? I, I kind of settled on that while talking to my brother. I don't think he's a hero at all. I mean, he is a hero, but not a superhero. Yeah, he's not a superhero. I wouldn't. No, he's not like, a superhero. He, he no, has that not. like he has crazy strength and everything, but like he's like a Batman. But he, but he's Batman's superhero. I don't think he's a superhero. Batman's not he's a hero. He's a, he's, he's a hero. A, he's a hero in the sense of the story. Yes, but I don't consider this a superhero movie at all. Me neither. Definitely not. I, you know, it was actually uh, my brother were having comic book first in like the eighties. Yeah, I haven't read the comic book. Yeah. I wish I had. Me neither. I, I want. To. I didn't know. I, I didn't know did. either until I was looking stuff up today. But yeah, comic but, um, book I saw it a couple of years ago in our comic book class. I saw it in our comic book. <laughs> comic book. I remember. And I was like, oh, I should read that. Never did. <laughs> v for Vendetta. Fantastic. Hugo Weaving did a great job as him. Amazing job. He's been in so many movies too. What a guy. What a lad. What a lad. Lad. Oh. Now oh. I think Natalie Portman did a great job too. I thought her acting was really good. You know, obviously Natalie Portman standards like she's always gonna be good. Oh, she she's was. a great actress. She was she's really good actress. in this movie. She's the best. Like, the fact that she's able to, like, just say, yeah, shave my hair off. Like, as a girl, too. Like, I don't know if that's, like, a thing to say, well, but, did, like, she just did said, they yeah. really shave her head for the movie? They had to. It was I mean, super real. Sometimes you can tell when people have wigs on. You can just tell that it looks kind of weird. She looked normal. She looked, like, it looked It looked super normal. Like, regular. Like, that was her actual head. Yeah. Plus, didn't she used to have short hair? Like, yeah, because she, she had to do it for uh, she had to do it for the movie Black Swan. I think that's what the yeah, movie called, the ballet movie. She was 
shaved. And this movie came yeah. out in 2005, and that movie came out in 2010. So five years difference, but I mean, she's that actress. She goes to she she yeah. I just looked it up. She did. She did. I had to look it up just to get the hundred percent fact. She did. It looked real to me. It looked like damn. They're really shaving her hair. It looked real because it was real. Exactly. It was real (laughs) because it was. Gotta love her. Star Wars. <laughs> Gotta love her. Ah, oh, Padme. You're wearing the shirt, too. <laughs> he is. I'm very happy you are. Always have the Star Wars shirt on. Always. Uh, I wish we could have been in person. We're not talking about Star Wars right now. We're not talking no, about I, Hold on. I wish we could have been in person for this whole first, uh, first go with this. Trust me, when we come back for Christmas break, hopefully, if we can get some in. We will. Oh, we will for sure. In a nice little studio-looking thing. So overall thoughts about the movie, like, out of 10, what do you guys give it? 11. It's one, It's up there. I say this about a lot of movies. Like I said this about um, Dazed and Confused and a couple other movies. This movie is legitimately one of my favorites. I. It's very hard for me to think of a movie that I like more than this. I off the top of my head right now, I cannot think of one. Not even days. Not even days. I'm confused. I mean, I've watched it. I thought it was real good. Two weeks. This movie. I thought it was real good too. And I've watched it a million times in general. I love this movie. It's real good. I don't know. I'd give it like a like an eight something. Like an eight. I I was gonna give it an eight point five. I was gonna say eight four to eight six. Yeah. Yeah, I liked it a lot. I did Me good. too. I definitely, definitely did. I thought it was real good. But I thought it was really good. Yeah. Any other comments? I mean, hopefully people, whoever do see this, hopefully they, they uh, go watch the movie. Take a take a look at it. It's yeah, a good movie. Yeah. But uh, yeah, looks like that's all we have for uh, comments. So thanks for everybody who uh, listened. And hopefully tune in next week as well. We'll be talking about the new movie, The Tax Collector, with uh, the new one with Shia LaBeouf. Very excited for that. Very excited. Very excited. That's Very gonna be, excited. It's going to be a good time talking about it next week. I'm excited to watch it. Me too. So, yeah. Tune in next week, guys. Awesome. Peace. All right. Later.